Ladies and gentlemen, this is a public service announcement notifying you that today's episode of Spoiler Alert will contain an unusually high number of high-profile spoilers. If you hear the name of a movie title that you still hope to watch, I suggest you turn down the volume of your radio, wait until you feel that we have moved on, then slowly ride the volume up and down until you're confident that we have moved on. Also, Jack and Tyler were the same person the entire time. Welcome to Spoiler Alert. Alert. My name is Jeremy, and I'm here in the booth with my co-hosts, Sean and Sonia. How are you guys? Hi. Hi. That was a lot of gravitas in that gravitas. I, I really had to to put Lay down the, the law. fact that some stuff is going to go down today, and it's going to be serious. Today, we're, of course, talking about one of my favorite parts of movies, and that is the twist. So to start us off, which is your favorite movie twist, the one from Pulp Fiction or the one from Twister? <laughs> Both um, of them legitimately thought about that question before. <laughs> I, I mostly was like, "Is there a twist in Twister?" Yeah, I'm same. A dumb dumb. <laughs> Me too. Um, there is a bit of a twist in Twister in that she does see the inside of the tornado, and she doesn't get slurped up into the eye as you should. Horribly, horribly incorrect. Because she belted herself to a pipe. That doesn't make any sense. Good. Nope. Good Not how tornadoes work. I don't think in Helen. Okay. All right. Serious. Serious now. Question number one. Uh-huh. What is your favorite movie twist of all time? Hmm. I feel like I've been ready for this question. Top. Given top, the topic. top five. I don't like to. I don't like to say what's the the top one. Top, Are you, top five. Top five. Okay. The, my one. One of mine is a very silly one. Um, which is the movie Orphan. Oh, my God. I was just going to talk about that. I, like, would have put money on the fact that Sean was going to bring up Orphan. Oh, totally. Because it's very, it's the kind of thing that he finds very funny. So, spoiler alert, the murderous <laughs> child in this movie is, in fact, oh a 33-year-old, I think... Estonian Thank dwarf. You, Estonian. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just let Sean have it. You think it's funny? You think Orphan is funny? Orphan oh, no, it is hysterical. No, it scared me, but... <laughs> like, um, when... Uh, oh, who, who's the the mom? Vera Farmiga, mm-hmm. who plays a, a great... Oh, she's such a great actress. And then she did this film where at one point she has to Google children who kill. <laughs> and it's a, just a really bleak scene of her, like... Just all of it is bleak. Of her trying to figure out this like strange, ch- uh, she adopted this strange nine year old who is dressed like, you know, an old Wednesday Adams. Yeah, an old timey like mental asylum, like Wednesday Adams, and is trying to like make her fit into her family. She does not. <laughs> she does not. In fact, she she's a little murdery, if I recall oh, correctly. Oh, she straight up kills a nun. <laughs> she like murders a nun with a hammer. <laughs> she Thanks. threatens the son with a box cutter. She's so rank. And then, yeah, when she fi- Vera finally gets to the bottom of this mystery, after this child being insane, it is found out that yeah, she <laughs> was secretly a. Th- Three to thirty-three-year-old woman, <clears throat> and then there's a crazy scene where she gets furious and starts ripping off her uh, fake teeth and her implants and it's her so body binding, and she just turns into like a woman, and it's a shocking scene. I, do, I don't remember the fake teeth. She had. She reveals that she's got gross adult teeth underneath. Oh, 
Whew, it's rough. Ooh, mama. But you think it's hilarious. Oh, oh I was laughing the whole time. Hysterical. <laughs> it is hysterical. Um, although adoption groups didn't think it was very oh, funny. No, that's a- <laughs> I remember receiving a lot of flack for that. <laughs> this does not actually happen. This will not happen life. when you adopt a Russian nine-year-old. <laughs> that's important to say. It is. Um, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna answer my own question probably a few times here. I don't think that we can go on without talking about the usual suspects. We cannot. No. Which uh, is an incredible, I don't know what you even call it, crime crime drama? Yeah, cr- I would say crime drama. Where uh, you find out Kaiser Soze has been in front of you the entire time, spinning you a, a tail. A web. A, a, web, a webbed tail. A, a very jittery webbed tail. Oh. <laughs> a webbed foot. <laughs> that man is anxious. Is or he? is he? Is, exactly. He's not anxious he's not. at all. He's just a murderer. He's the Kaiser. I also love the name Kaiser Soze. It's yeah. a super good name. And if I worked at a restaurant, I would name something that. Like yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. But it's like on a Kaiser bun. K-A-I, yes, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe Kaiser Souza, and you get a shot of tequila with it. That sounds great. Thank you. Yeah. I'm good at restaurants. You are. That's true. You're wearing a fun taco shirt today. Yeah. It's got tacos For listeners. Let me paint you a word picture. Yeah. No, just kidding. Uh, fun fact, mm-hmm. I had not seen The Usual Suspects until this week. Holy cow. Wow. I strongly suspected that it was going to be one of those dude movies. And I'm going to tell you all here and now, it was. What's a dude movie? Well, Jeremy, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Um, there Say- are... Segway into sidebar. Sidebar. Dude the story movies. of my that's the story of my <laughs> life is sidebar the Segway movie. Segway to sidebar. Um there are movies that a certain type of dude likes and anyone who doesn't like that movie type of movie and there are sort of specific ones is a lesser person. <laughs> Basically, are there? Can you give me other movies? Fight Club is one. Okay. Oh, um, Fear my and Loathing in open. Las Vegas is one. I would say um, there are like there are lots of novel equivalents. So like mm-hmm. um, on the road, okay. I would say Walden is also in this category, which <laughs> sure, I know is okay, weird. Okay. Um, yeah, I I could keep going, but um, yeah, it just is. From the second I started watching it, it mm-hmm. felt like a movie that was very aware of and con- and like hung up on its own masculinity. And I don't know if that makes sense to the two of you who are gendered masculine <laughs> or <dare> anyone. <gasps> I just don't know. I don't. I have trouble articulating it. Did it wreck the movie for you? A little, but I think I also just didn't love the movie really oh man i think i was distracted right from the beginning because it front-loaded that happened with both movies i watched this week that have like big um twists Twists. is that they front load all the credits at the front yeah so then it can just end and be out yeah so then i sat through all these credits and i watched like dozens of male names come up across the screen yeah i was like and there was, there was one woman, she plays... A fragile... Uh, she plays a fragile lawyer. Wan lawyer. Um, Wan? Wan. Wan and Wan. <laughs> one Wan, the woman. And she... Uh, and yeah, and she's the only the only actress in the movie, except for there's a... Uh, there's like a sepia-toned flashback of a, a rape and a murder. Fun. But I, for, I don't know who she was. 
Yeah. Um, actress some, some nameless woman. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, and she's, like, so desperate, even though she's clearly being taken for a ride. The lawyer. I don't know. Is she being taken for a ride? Yeah, I feel like he's I, using I think, her. I think we're all being taken for a ride in The Usual Suspects. Well, that's but, true. But do you think this hurt the film? Well, I don't know. Could it be? I don't know how mm-hmm. to say either way because that's just like what it is. I yeah, think. it's like it was like a like an Ocean's Eight or yeah. like mm-hmm. you know just kind of a ensemble ensemble actor movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the writing also I was very conscious of the whole time. Like it just felt very like. Now we're doing fast talking, snappy banter that's all super relevant, and you're supposed to be like a little uh, destabilized the whole time by the like fast dialogue, and there's like so much being packed in. Do you it, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It felt like um, I love listening to the um, dialogue between like investigators because mm-hmm. they always are just like, yeah, she washed up on her. Like they all just like have <laughs> a billion like. Uh, they have so much information at the tip top of their brain that they all just walk into a room and like spout like a, f- a fast paragraph yeah. of like keeping the other person up, but it's all just like crazy exposition. It felt like procedural, like watching like um, Law and Order a bit. Yeah, of just like, hey, uh, he's gonna go to court now and blah 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 blah. blah. But um, I don't know, Jerry. I feel like I Chaz. Oh, Palm and Jerry. I know. I've just never heard a reaction like that before, and now I'm kind of thinking about it from that perspective mm-hmm. which is not to say i didn't enjoy it because mm-hmm. some of the performances i really really enjoy <laughs> for example i am a very big fan of the overacting of a lesser baldwin oh yeah <laughs> i love the overcompensation i love that lesser i think baldwin. the entire baldwin family is pretty underrated because they all really do have some skills that could be utilized yeah not necessarily you know, in a in a movie way, or yeah, I was just thinking of like, you know, like keeping up with the Baldwins. Like I would mm. probably at least watch that show one oh, time. Oh my yeah. god, totally. it would be hard to watch though. I'm gonna say Pro- well, probably it'd be a That's little a sad. It for sure, be sad. That's <laughs> so, the thing. A lot I think, of cheeseburgers, I would presume. When I think too much about lesser Oof. Baldwins, I do get sad. Um, the uh, I th- was. I loved a very young Benicio del Toro, Me like an unrecognizably too. young yep. Benicio del Toro, with that inscrutable his, accent. That uh, that <laughs> accent was hilarious, and also his face. I like was staring at his face, being like, "Are you in there?" Like I could not. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know why I, he did not look like himself at when, all. When did you watch this for the first time? Uh, Recently, this week as oh, well. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. It's, man, we're just not. God, I don't know. I also feel like you guys have suffered from. So, for example, at the end of Scary Movie, the ending is stolen shot for shot from The Usual Suspects. So I wonder if, you know, there's so many references of things Mm -hmm. that to watch the original is a little, you know, oh, I know what's going to happen here because I've seen it 80 times before. A little bit. It also probably was colored by me knowing that there was going to be a twist. And Mm -hmm. so kind of just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. like I a little bit called the twist early on but then during that big there's like a big wrap-up where Chaz the actor was sitting on the desk and just like being like whoa 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 as like sound bites just are like hitting yeah. him from each <laughs> side of like this is what he said this is what he said but it's not real mm-hmm. and the bottom of that the has to yeah. I felt an eternity of yeah. him like figuring it out He's, he is not a smart man I don't but know. I think maybe it was because like if you didn't know it was coming you'd be like 
I don't get it. You'd be mind blown. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, using that as a segue, Sean, on Regina Community Radio 91.3 FM CJTR, mm. what are some movies where you just saw that twist coming a mile away? Hmm. That's a good question. I, a good I question. do have an answer that yeah, Sonia and I yours. can just go on and on about for quite some time, okay. and that is Gone Girl, oh. which yeah. is yeah. a bad movie. It's a travesty. It, <laughs> I'm ready to say every, that. All of our listeners are like, what are you talking about? Listeners, if you're paying attention, at no point did they confirm whether or not she was missing. They just suspected she was missing, I know. and then she wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm just reading. I just finished reading Gillian oh, yeah. Flynn's first book, mm-hmm. and I've never read. I didn't read Gone Girl, but I saw the movie, and I was just like, "This is a very interesting, like, idea." And then I read her first book, and I was like, "Wow, this writing is like this idea is also very interesting," but her writing is pretty bad, yeah. <clears throat> like pretty amateur. And I was a little. What's like, the first? Book? Oh, okay. It's called Sharp, Sharp Objects, which okay. is now a HBO miniseries mm-hmm. starring Amy Adams. and um, Which I'll probably watch. <laughs> I think that I should watch. I like Amy. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it. Maybe. Um, and, yeah, and the idea is really cool, but, yeah, I was like, well, maybe Gone Girl, like, as a book, which I've never read, mm-hmm. I, like, I would be interested in seeing if she got better or if it's just also this sort of same... Like Twilighty, as Sonia said earlier, <laughs> writing. It's very Twilighty. Oh, really? In terms of the writing, it's just very like amateurish, um, clunky kind of. Hmm. It's a bit hard to explain. I'm not articulating did, well did at you all read, today. Did you read the book? I have not read Gone Girl. Okay. I read Dark Places. I think it's called. Hmm. Anyway, um, back back to sorry. Gone Girl. Back to <laughs> let's, this let's, is our let's, book let's podcast. Crank yeah. Let's crank it back. Um, the twist is stupid because. I'm sorry, it is. Yeah. Because they never say whether or not definitively something has happened. Well, I think that's kind of the goal, right? Like, right, I think they're, they're trying to do that ambiguous thing, but it doesn't work. Yeah, it does. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody has any idea what's going on. And, you know, if they found, like, oh, here's the videotape of her getting abdu- abducted or the note, mm-hmm. you know, any of this would have been much better. Well, but. For me, the motivation was the thing that was really... Yeah, it's yeah. also quite lacking. <laughs> yeah, see, super lacking. Why was it even? She just was like... She, she, he was cheating on her. And mm-hmm. so then she takes a vial of blood a week for like yep. a year or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, that's some nuts. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. fakes, fakes her own kidnapping. Doesn't like the way it goes down. No. Nope. So fakes a kidnapper yeah. and kills that person. And then... Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, and then yeah. W- odd choice. Uh, I know that yeah. was interesting yeah, casting. Yeah, like, oh yeah, but um, and then goes real. gets back with him in a way that makes it so he can't leave. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. So then, Bonkers. why do you stick with him for the rest of your life? I think <laughs> it's like I think the suggestion is that she then has like the power over him forever. But that's the thing; it just is so it's unsatisfying like, as this a trajectory. Why is she so? Not not that things have to be no. satisfying, but it just. Like, if the point of the book and the movie is to make me angry at her decisions, mission successful. Yeah. Right? Like, if, if that's what you were after, then you have succeeded. But if it wasn't, then... Well, Sean and I were speculating when we were talking about her books recently that Gillian Flynn, 
may have some internalized misogyny stuff going on <laughs> because all of her female characters are so wild and awful in these like really empty boring ways oh yeah so i went to that movie with my mother who was incensed by it like she was just so she just hated it so mm -hmm. much well because there is something really frustrating because there are all these narratives about like women lying about things like assault and violence against them and it's like for me to, if you're gonna make a movie about a woman lying about those things it has to be super compelling and interesting and well done and mm -hmm. it wasn't and, and not just like she just got the idea yeah, she's, just, one dang she's just so crazy yeah and literally my mom and i are sitting there like being mad about just the this weird portrayal and we hear this middle-aged couple behind us and the husband turns to his wife and he goes well I guess i'm sleeping with one eye open tonight <laughs> and my mom just looks at me she's like exactly <laughs> that's the best part of that movie that one person's comment Woof. speaking of movies about kind of weird things going on with women <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. With also segue. also with horrible twists yeah uh to the 2016's the girl on the train oh yeah yeah. Have, have you guys seen this? I have not. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it, but I also read that. I, I, oh, did you? <laughs> I did. I did she write that? Um, no. She who? Jillian Flynn. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh. Um, in the movie, I don't. I, I have to rewatch this because I, I saw it in the theater, and I swear that there is a scene where they s screwed something up, and they showed the big reveal. It was like a quick one-second cut, and they showed the main villain's face in the first five minutes and I was so confused because I was like didn't we know it was this guy the whole time I was wow. I legitimately thought we received that information when we had in fact not they, they, they screwed up the whole twist that one was yeah also bizarre and so just like linked in the weirdest way it was that she this a alcoholic woman blacks out mm -hmm. witnesses a murder during her blackout and then is like trying to like get back to yeah, it. Yeah, put all these pieces together. Yeah, and it's like, I that also is just the smallest thread, like of impossibility. <laughs> it, it was just so hard. And then, I think it was just a mistake. Like I, I really mm. do think, like maybe they fixed it later. But anyway, do you guys have an answer for my question after I talked about my two things for five minutes? Oh, like where we knew the twist was coming yeah. all along. Well, yeah. So things like. Um, I guess I've talked about this before, but like Psycho, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where for us, pop culture is full of right. the ending. Everyone yeah. knows the ending, but you still are like, I've even found myself it, while watching it, you know, you're still really on the edge of your seat. Mm -hmm. um, and like the, uh, like imagining a theater, you know, in whatever year this was released, mm. like discuss seeing that ending and people at the time were losing their dang marbles. Like there was like medical professionals in the yeah, theater. Yeah, on standby. Like to see, to know that like Vera Miles was about to get murdered, but then, oh my God, it's actually him in a wig. Like that is a shocking ending. Mm -hmm. And people were probably just like fainting in the aisles. And yeah, yeah to think of that reaction right now is very funny. My movie like that is mm -hmm. Shutter Island. Oh, yeah? I didn't know what the twist was, mm -hmm. but the whole time I was like, Some, something's afoot. Yeah, something's, <laughs> something's some, fishy something here. Right something right here. Fishy. Which like, I, is kind of also what they're trying to do with that movie, I think. Yeah. But no, but uh, I, I think it's still... You know, they could have just taken it the direction, and I think it would have been very unsatisfying if it was just no. There's just a crazy person yeah, that you have to find. Yeah, he's just looking for this lady. Yeah, that's that's. Was he? He was looking for a man, wasn't he? No, it was uh, the woman. 
Oh, the doctor? He was looking the, for... There was like Rachel. A, yeah, there was like a patient that went missing. But it's actually his wife. Rachel oh, okay. was actually his wife. But Spoiler alert. Then... I feel like he thought there was... Oh, and then a man burnt down his house. Yes. Yeah. And he is was, all of these people. Yeah. Or not yeah. really, but... He killed his family yeah. and is in a mental well, no, institution. Well, no, he killed his wife and his wife killed She the killed the kids and yeah. he was mad at her, so he killed her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right, Super, right, right. super great talk on spoiler alert. Yeah, there's a lot of... Dinner hour. <laughs> and I did forget that he killed her. Well, That's and in rough. the synopsis I reread today, mm-hmm. to refresh myself because I was clearly yeah. rusty, it said that it was an exercise in trying to get him to come to terms with what he had done. Yeah. Which I was like, that seems like a bad mental health practice. Well, hospital is there like, let's all do a skit. It's a skit. It was quite some time ago. Role right? It was placed yeah, in, in, like, old, in the olden times. The olden old times. You know. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. They were just trying, they were just learning what medicine was then. And yeah. they, tried, they tried this experimental, like, uh, cop improv, and then <laughs> after it didn't work, they just hauled them away to get lobotomized. That's uh, <laughs> You know, uh, things just go down that way. Second sometime. step. Things All right, happen. let's let's turn up some sunshine here. All let's, right. Um, <laughs> uh, what directors do you guys think do the twist best? I'm going to start off with Christopher Nolan. Oh. Wow. I was going to say, I think we all know. Who who, who are we talking about? I think we're talking about Minaj Neliatu Shyamalan. Are we? <laughs> Is that his name? That's yeah. His name. <laughs> He's a great name. M Night, really? Okay. Is he is he the best though? No, he's not the he's best, the but prolific. he's the most like yeah, like iconic. You know, every like if you're watching an M Night Shyamalan movie, or you're just uh, waiting for it. like Stuart Little, you, you, <laughs> you're just you know that, that moment to come. <laughs> he's gonna peel off his mask and he's actually like yeah. Michael J. Fox. his dad or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. he was so great in that. I didn't. I didn't anyway. like Stuart Little. I'm um, sorry. Twist, actually they just, become brothers at the end. What? M. Night Shyamalan just wrote Stuart Little. I should yeah. tell everyone. We mm-hmm. found this out earlier. Yeah, when I was shocked and appalled. He also wrote She's All That. Yeah. Fun fact. How weird is that? So you say Christopher Nolan. I think he's probably the best. I'm going to... Have you guys seen The Prestige? Have you seen this movie? Yeah. I have, and I was shocked at that. That was, that, was, that was incredible. And when you watch it now, you feel stupid because it's right in front of you the entire... It's super I obvious. I should rewatch it. Because... Uh, so, spoiler alert, you find out that one magician has actually been two separate people the entire time. Twins! One of whom was also just standing beside his friend. Like, he was always there. He was just, and you're like, clearly that is, um, Christian Bale in a wig and fake mustache. But the first time you watch it, you're like, no idea. I need to rewatch this. Um, but is there some. There are also clones. Clone stuff. That's yeah. That's late. Stuff. That's later though. Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Was cloned. The clones. The yeah. They played by David Bowie, which was the perfect casting. I need to rewatch Wait. this. Oh my god. I thought they killed a clone every time. They, they do, the but that's the end. Time. That's the that's oh. the uh, no. Uh, Hugh Jackman figures out the cloning thing because he's trying so hard to figure out how the other magician does to get the one up on him. Right. Yeah. And the big right. secret is just that he's had a twin brother, the entire time, who has been in front of him the entire time right which is just it's been in front of us the entire time. <laughs> mind-blowing so i don't think it is an example of deus ex machina but why isn't it what, what would is it that be? deus ex machina is god from the machine which is basically a device from theater which is where to helpfully wrap up a plot um god intervenes the gods intervene that's like a mm-hmm. really 
that's not a full yeah. explanation of that or a yeah. good one. Just something something so crazy happens outside of what you've established that to just fix it. To just you know, they fall through that. a wormhole and everything starts anew. Yeah. Or like, like season five of Dallas. Piano falls on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, or just okay. like, oh, it was a twin. Yeah, but it was at, like he was there the whole time. It wasn't like right. a hidden twin that we didn't no, know about. Right. But because he was his assistant and he walked with him everywhere. He was literally in almost every scene that he, the other okay. character, was in, which is why it was so clever. I because need to this. the whole t- he was there the whole time, and you, f- when you watch it now, it seems ridiculous because the the secret's up, and you're like, he's right there. I see him. You look, but that's look, the way the human you. brain works. It's true. Wow, there, that's you how that's how magic do. works. That's you know, true. Actually, misdirection. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's so much going on. <laughs> Misdirection. <laughs> Over there. Uh, oh. I just saw a picture of myself on the screen behind Sean's head, and it got, like, Um, I'm such a child. But let's do talk about M. Night. Let's do. Let's do. And his his, uh, rise and and fall, and hopefully rise again. Um, Yeah, he seems to be on the um, Mm -hmm. upswing again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I know the answer to this on your part, Jer. What does that mean? Favorite M. Night Oh, do you? What is it? Unbreakable, I'm guessing. Uh, No. Split? (gasps) No. I have not seen Split. <laughs> I haven't either. I don't think anyone has. I'm I, it's a prequel. <laughs> a girl um, I work with who is terrified of scary movies went to see Split. And she... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this girl I work with does not do scary movies. She went to see Split uh-huh. because she's, she saw it being memed and she assumed it was a comedy. And then she went. <laughs> oh. And she was like... She has this thing where she's like... Why it's always got to be teenage girls? Because she's a teenage girl, That's legit. and so she's always she's like thinks that people are trying to get her at all costs, which in, I guess is a good thing to think about. Unfortunately, um, but yeah, I have not seen Split. I probably won't. And then she told me the plot, and I am saddened. It has uh, a bleak I, note. I just haven't had a chance to see it because we had the had the baby at the time, and it's just not mm. come on Netflix yet. But uh, no, it looks it looks good. I know more than I should about it. But uh, anyway, we before, before the break, we have got to talk about the fact that John sees dead people. Mm. Um, <laughs> good one. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> yeah, Sean, okay. we've both been dead this whole time. <gasps> you guys, you've been doing the show alone. All <laughs> the others. This is or the others. Yeah. Okay, this is a nuts thing what? because I watched The Sixth Sense this week. Oh, looking at it from a like. Okay, so Bruce Willis is dead. We all know mm. it. Spoiler alert. How is this how is this working? Yeah. And like I it's it's mind boggling. Why is Tony Collette have her child walking the streets yeah. alone all hours of the day? She never knows where he is. How did he how did she even hire him? Or like how did he think that she hired him? Because no she didn't, ghosts, ghosts believe what they want to. She didn't call anyone. She, and if not, if he just, like, thought, like, you know, because he's a ghost and he was confused and he just mm-hmm. thought that she had hired him, mm-hmm. um, why, that means that she still hasn't called anyone, even though he's had many, many troubling behaviors. That's true. Mm-hmm. And she just is, like, not dealing with it at well, all. Well, she's at her wit's end, is she not? Isn't, wasn't that the... She is at her wit's mm-hmm. end, but she should be definitely taking a step. Yeah, trying well, to- that's true. Um, although I did love Tony Clatt a lot in this movie. She's just like this New York like gal, like a Debbie Mazar. <laughs> she just like 
what are you telling me, sweetheart? <laughs> She's so fun. And then also when she finds out when he tells her his secret in the car, she does an amazing piece of acting where she's like, she's full shock, then she's angry, she's denial, she's doing it all. And all the seven Every stages. emotion. She does every emotion in a small couple sentences of being like, oh my God, you're nuts and I have to put you away in the hospital and then believing him and it is so good. She's great. She's mm-hmm. been playing a mom for 20 years. Years. Yeah. years. She's always got that in her back pocket. That's true. Um, and also, how come Bruce Willis hasn't figured it out? Because he's they, he thinks that they just have a bad relationship with his wife when she hasn't spoken to him in a year. Mm-hmm. The ghosts he, believe what they want denial's to. Denial's powerful. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> he has a whole supper with her where he th- just thinks she's mad at him, but she is just dining alone. Isn't the shot of that, like, 10 seconds or something? Like, isn't it very quick? He did, did a very well, good job of, like, tricking you into thinking all yeah. these things were happening. Yeah. He did, except that since I know, I was like, you know, there's like a guy that's starting to romance his ex-wife, uh, and he just is, like, looking at him and being like, oh, you get out of here. Like, <laughs> like, that's all he does. Like, he doesn't talk to her about it. He gets mad and, like, punches a window. Masculinity, Sean. It's <laughs> oh, also, the kid goes to a funeral by himself. Yeah, yeah that kinda, part's pretty weird. Totally normal. And thing nobody calls him out. And then he pr- just presents a creepy box with that a creepy VHS creepy in it. Which, why? How did Misha Barton film herself getting poisoned? Everyone's tapping me for time. <laughs> I'm like, I I think the my problem with M Night is that anytime you think about it for a second, none of his plots make a damn lot of well, sense. Well, we're gonna keep talking we'll about this, but we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, then play a quick game. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on Regina Community Radio ninety point ninety one point three FM CJTR. Well, we're back on Spoiler Alert, and guess what? It's game time. Yay! Yes. <laughs> so much enthusiasm. We're tired. We For those who don't know, the game is where I spend all week combing through movie titles, finding one that these two have not seen, and then I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, and then I tell everybody what it's really about. We all laugh and chuckle and have a good time. Some of their pitches have been better than the actual movie, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> this week's title is called Angel Heart. Angel now, Heart. Now, I do have a... Sp- specific thing i need for this i need a twist you have to include a twist in your pitch okay 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 uh i think i've got mine sure so um a man gets in an accident um at the same time as another person uh the other person is dead immediately uh brain injury but their heart is still beating so then they do a quick heart transplant um and he becomes he comes healthy he becomes better than ever he has suddenly has more of a supernatural powers he has extreme loving capabilities <laughs> <laughs> and th- uh the twist is you find out that um a fallen angel had fallen from heaven and landed on the sidewalk at the exact moment he had uh his accident, and then he switched hearts with an angel. So he has an, an angel. So now he has an angel heart. Angel heart. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's mine. Sonia. Okay. Wow. That's tough to follow. <laughs> he released every. 
Yeah, he's <laughs> everything in my arsenal. Okay, Angel Heart is an exotic dancer with a heart of gold. <gasps> That's oh. her name, Angel Heart. Yeah, of course. It is. Uh, not a literal heart of gold. Mm-hmm. That would be well, quite the That doesn't pump blood. This isn't a whole Midas thing. <laughs> um, she so it's just like starts off and you think it's just like a gritty look at her day to day reality. She has a terrible boyfriend. Um, she it is just like has a hard time at work because we don't take good care of people who work in industries that we deem aren't acceptable. Um, she, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think this very far. Um, what else does Angel do? She's trying to get enough money to go back to school to become mm-hmm. a dental hygienist. Oh. <laughs> it's always been her dream. She just dreams of like stability. She has a very rich inner life, obviously, which we see mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the film. And then um, one night, someone comes in and, you know, it is like paying her to dance for him. And it's revealed that she is the long-lost heir to a throne of a an isolated Eastern European country, a la Princess Diaries. Wow. wow. Sad so Princess she has, Diaries. She has to decide whether she will <laughs> give up her dreams of becoming a dental hygienist <laughs> or... Turn her back on her true self. Whoa. Pretend she's someone she's not. Deny the gritty truths of her life. How, how does it and end? And become a member of the monarchy. We don't know. Those I, gritty truths. I thought you were going to say she was a dental hygienist the whole time. <laughs> I thought about it, actually. And it was actually just the the uh, anesthesia dream of someone that she's just getting one molar out yeah. and uh, that's that's what happens that's better actually she's using oh, that great glad we workshop to, that we can True. let it lie somewhere in between maybe yeah uh angel heart let me paint you a picture here okay uh 1987 mickey Rourke, robert right de niro uh it is about a i guess it would be without giving too much away a private detective who's been hired to find somebody and then, spoiler alert, you find out that someone may or may not be the devil, and some things go down. I'm going to leave it pretty ambiguous, because it's a good that movie. That was. You should watch it. That was very ambiguous. Very good. It's a, that was a bit of a, a, a spoiler, but there's still, there's still more to come well, from Angel Hearts. It is the name of Someone's the show. the devil. It's true. Anyway, back at it, M. Night Shyamalan. Or as I like to call him, Shyamalama Ding Dong. Everybody does. Do wow. They? I Sean, don't. Sean has some thoughts. Let's talk about... What happened at let's let's go in order here. Let's talk about what happened after the sixth sense, and that is one of this is my favorite M Night movie, and it is Signs. Mm-hmm. Was that after? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, I really like this movie. It was very scary. It's <laughs> scary. Yeah, it's as scary. a young a young person, um, I thought the end was very cool. Where spoiler alert, water kills aliens. So if you ever get abducted, remember to grab a bottle of Dasani. Um, uh, rich, rich, <laughs> rich, rich. Anybody rich? <laughs> Glass um, of tap water works. Yeah, mm-hmm. just as well. Is it not also that it was all God's plan? Is uh, that not also part of the twist? It, it could be, but I feel like uh, I read that somewhere. Well, it's there's something divine happening because yeah. every everything is set up perfectly for them to defeat these aliens and right. survive. Exactly. Is Mel Gibson a priest? A man he was an ex priest. Ex priest. Oh, okay. But his wife. Die? Yes. And that's part of it. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan played the man who killed her. Okay. <gasps> can, can we talk about how, okay, like Alfred Hitchcock, 
He's mm-hmm. like, oh, blink and you miss it cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. M. Night writes himself full roles in like every <laughs> show. I have no problem with that. Is it better or worse than, uh, what's his name? Old guy. <laughs> comic books. <laughs> what? Old Steve? No. Old guy comic books. Old guy comic books. Who's in all of his all Oh, of Marvel Stan movies. Lee. Thank you. Oh, no, but that's a, that's a thing that the studio got him to do. He's well retired. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, he's living off that Hulk money. But some of them are egregious. That's yeah, he, he plays like pivotal roles in almost everything. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that's fair. I derailed us for old man comics. <laughs> As he loves to be known yeah. by. Um, the the twist was that something set everything up for the family to survive, hmm. which I thought was a good twist, but uh, definitely not of Sixth Sense caliber. No. And I, the only like big shock I had there was like a grainy footage that someone got mm-hmm. of an alien like walking by a yes. camera. And that part scared the crap out yeah. of me. Mostly because my friend Brandon and I were watching it and uh, in the Golden Mile Theater completely by ourselves. <laughs> oh, no. Except for one woman that would come in f- and sit for like 20 minutes and then leave for like another half hour. Then I wonder if she was watching again. two movies. Probably. It was, she might have been. She it, was, it also just might be hard to watch Science Alone. It was freaky <laughs> with like two 15 year olds. <laughs> That's true. That does make it worse. Um, but yeah, that part alarmed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, does was, a, he does a lot where he, someone just walks by the screen yes. mm-hmm. and he puts this crazy like, like sound yeah. that makes your heart crawl out of your Absolutely. eyeballs. It was terrifying. Moving on to what may be his second worst movie no third worst movie which was the village mm. uh whoa lame twist it's <laughs> Holy not lame twist. can we really even call it a twist like i was wondering this to myself today like it's i guess twist. it is it's a it's twist a but it's twist. just it's so yeah yeah it's just kind of so for those who haven't seen it spoiler alert the village is actually located in a park within a city. Is it Central Park? Is that where no, it's, it's, like it's like a, it's like um, it's a fictional park. I think. Yeah, it's a, but uh, the whole time you think it's I don't even know, like the eighteen nineties, yeah, or something. Or something. And uh, the elders of this village just want to keep people pure and away from technology and such. In the seventies, a group of people, the rich, 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 just isolated themselves. Um. But then now we're trying to, f- I don't know why. People get sick and then they just keep sending people to get more medicine. Yeah. They send Bryce because she's blind and they know that sh- she won't be able to see outside. Right, which means that she'll definitely not realize that, like, cars exist. Well, she wouldn't even know what it was, though, right? Well, and she's, well, she's like, help me, or whatever old-timey yeah. accent. And the, like, the park ranger just be like, hey, <laughs> like... <laughs> You don't. You're not from around here. I mean, it just makes no sense. And the the also that he mentioned that there's a no fly zone above the park. Mm, yeah. So nobody can see down inside it. That's a bit of a Deus Ex Machina. But it's not. But it the, doesn't matter. Yeah. No. It's 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 more of just a a bad idea. <laughs> for well, a movie. but just it's like a very convenient thing. It's so well, no fly the no fly. You list? cover your bases. The no fly right? zone. Yeah. That's yeah. Um. um I don't know why I'm trying to <laughs> no, warn this. In. And Adrian Brody <laughs> is in there. And I, so what's up with Adrian Brody? He just is like, like, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> He's just gangly? In general or in... Tall? Well, in... like, in the movie. Because mm-hmm. oh. he, like, is her only friend, but then he tries to kill her while wearing a costume. That's that was, that was kind and of like his job. And she tricks him. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's tough to wrap my head around the whole thing. It's not good. No. It's, anyway, it's, she yeah. eventually saves Joaquin Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Anyway, w- let's get off M Night because it's kind of depressing me right now. Oh. <laughs> Are there directors who really think they are clever to bring the twist and then you watch all of their movies and you're like, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. M Night is a very good example. Yeah, I was like, but he's got some him? hits. Have you guys seen The Box? No. Oh, no. I did see the trailer for okay. that, and I was like... <laughs> Richard Kelly is a director in this world, and he makes movies that are not for me. In this world? Yes. Oh, okay. One of this which, world that we inhabit, not one of, a different one. One of which is Donnie Darko. Oh, sure. And sure, sure, sure. I just, you know, it was kind of interesting. What do you guys... Have you you've seen... Donnie it? Darko is like the movie that you show people you're interesting by talking about when you're in, the, <laughs> in high school in the 2000s. There's like the group who watched Dazed and Confused yeah. and the group who watched Donnie Darko. And then there's me who watched both. <laughs> wow. Get you a girl that can do both. Classic bisexual. <laughs> Betwixt and between. <laughs> anyway. Um, Dazed and Darko What else is in here? I almost said R. Kelly. That is a twist. He's done Domino as well. He's done oh, quite yeah. a few movies. I just, you know, he's always going for, like, this, like, humongous, mm-hmm. oh, man, you're going to be so freaked out, and then you find out it's aliens, and you're like, you've gone too far, Richard. Mm. Like, this is this is not what it should be. What is the twist of the box? The twist of the box is that, so the premise of the box is that, I believe it's the 1960s or 70s, this couple gets a box, and if they push a button, they get a million dollars, which is a lot of money back then, but somebody in the world dies. That's oh. that's the that's the box. I a bunch of stuff ensues. They find some places that they are kind of scary, and some weird things start going on. And it's revealed once again, spoiler alert, that aliens have created this test to test humanity to find out if we're ready to join the Galactic Federation. And they have many boxes, and not enough, too many people have pushed the button. That's the issue. Oh, oh. Man. so. It's uh, it's it's just a thing to see if if we can pull it off, and apparently we can't. It ends in a very confusing and sci-fi way, and it just didn't do it for me. Like it, it could have been good, but it just, it just fell flat. Mm. I would have definitely got us kicked off the galactic. You would have hit the button. Would've... No. Wow. Maybe a million dollars. Uh, no, it kidding. would be a full monkey's paw scenario. <laughs> it yeah. would. You be. press that box, and I would yeah. fall. Dead at your feet. Oh, my God. That would be devastating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would not push that button. No, me neither. Now, for $2 million. <laughs> that was a test. Now, for $2 million. Sign <laughs> tested us both. And you passed. But, uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about a movie that I haven't, that you guys haven't seen. Um, have you guys seen the Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, I think Sleepaway Camp is probably the best twist of all time. Does it is a definitely a real shock. What's that? I don't know what it is. Sleepaway Camp is this like it is uh, insane. A 1983 horror like slasher film that my friend Rochelle and I she was like we have to watch this one night. We settled down. We watched the thing. It um, it opens with uh, two men uh, and two children water skiing on a boat. 
the men are friends, but you find out later that they actually are secret lovers. Yes. Um, so then the man and his two children are on a boat. They fall off and then get hit by a motorboat, and one of the children dies. Flash forward 10 years. The, the surviving child, mm-hmm. the, a girl, is living with her aunt and her cousin. The, her and her cousin go to sleep to camp, sleepaway camp. All this, like, uh, stuff is happening, a lot of murders, mm-hmm. dis- dastardly murders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got every single cliche oof, that you can a, think of. There's Just, a curling iron murder that is yeah. real gross. Oh, Just no. plugged in there, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so then, and she has this little boyfriend that she kind of is, like, seeing. She's so shy. And, um, and then he kind of cheats on her, and she's really sad, but then they go out and go sit by they go to meet and sit by the lake the murderer is really on a rampage the two counselors run to go find them and then they look at her she's stroking the boy's head and humming and then all of a sudden she turns around and she is actually decapitated the head mm-hmm. and she has spoiler alert a big knife and a raging boner mm-hmm. <laughs> because she's actually the brother that that, that died that, at the beginning well it's like yeah, the, yeah. So she actually that the aunt, died. who mm-hmm. was like kind of a crazy aunt, was like, "Oh man!" That like, I, I, should, I don't even really know how. She just like she ra- yeah traumatized him him her. so much. It it was shocking, and I remember, it's just like the most hardcore scene of her turning around and being like, ah, like this crazy <laughs> animalistic sound, yeah. holding the, the head and the, the knife. The sound that and the they put in is just. <laughs> The I, sound I, can't, is crazy. I can't even describe it. It is <laughs> as these two counselors are like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> the worst actors you've ever seen. Yeah. Maybe seen a clip of this. You probably because you might that have. was very evocative. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Uh, so yeah, that is a that's a horror movie, um, but it was definitely a major twist ending well, that affected it, me. It does remind me of Friday the Thirteenth, mm. the first one. Which spawned all of the Jason movies, oh, yeah, which is yeah. again takes place at a camp, and you think Jason has come back, and you guys, you guys have seen this, right? I have. Spoiler alert: it's his mom right. killing everybody. Reverse psycho. Right, but then right at the end, <laughs> reverse. Little Jason pops out of the lake and takes takes the girl down. Yeah. And uh, that you know that created the rest of all these weird mm. movies, which are in no way tied to the sort of first one, but it was very shocking. I like, so, like middle-aged murderess. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's, Misery that's scary. Style. I like. How do you guys feel about a sad twist? Ooh. What's this? Give me. Give us What's a sad this? twist. Well, atonement would be my key example. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I don't. We don't have time to <laughs> summarize atonement. Long story short, the thing, like the happy ending that you think is happening, didn't happen, mm-hmm. and is like, it's. It's actually a little girl having lied about something and then making up for it in old age by, like, rewriting the story yeah. as a different narrative. Totally ruining two people's lives. Completely. Probably more And they were two. actually both dead. <gasps> oh, I actually have not seen it. Ooh. Oh, very oh, sad. Whoops. Incredibly no, sad. No, no, no. Spoil, spoil, spoil. It's really great. Sir Ronan. It's, like, one of her first movies. Yeah. And she's quite little, and she's so good. And then Keira she... Knightley and James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's great. It's beautiful. Sersha has been doing it. She was Lovely Bones. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She might have done... No, this was before Lovely Bones. Oh, Well before. Yeah. And then my other example of this would be Perks of Being a Wallflower. What's that twist? That his aunt 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> Retroactively. No, Getting real and spoiler alert. But I mean, that's been a, that, that movie's been out for a long time, and the book's been out for a really long time. Oh, yeah. But, like, I, that, that always gets me. Mm. Maybe just because I'm susceptible to the crying feelings. <laughs> the crying <laughs> those feelings. Are, those will get yeah, me every those, time. Those crying feelings. So, I like a sad twist. You I mean, like, I, I you don't. Like this but well, this brings me to my kind of last question. Uh-huh. Do you guys like getting tricked at the movies? Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's probably one of my favorite things. It is nice. But I don't love when everyone's like, oh, you'll never believe this twist. Yeah, I hate Do you know that. what I mean? <laughs> when it's built up before you go. Yeah. Uh, I One that totally paid off for me was Cabin in the Woods. Oh, like, yeah. Everybody same. built it up, built it up. They didn't do it enough. I hadn't heard anything about it oh when I saw God, it, so, so I was good. mind blown. Everybody watch it. Go watch. Yeah. Go right now and watch it. We're not even going to spoil it. Nope. That's how good of a movie it is. Amazing. Again, I don't think is... we did on our scary movies episode. No, we, even. no, you both have been very nice about it, and I still haven't seen it. <laughs> anyway, fine. I think that wraps up our twist conversation, unless you guys have anything else you want to bring up. I think, I think but, that's But uh, that does bring us to our next segment, which is called What You Watching? I was about to say, Luke. I am your father. <laughs> we didn't yeah, do it. That, well, it's that's fine. also a... That's fine. That'll come during the Star Wars show, which well, will, oh will happen eventually. We're not what ready. if people tune in and haven't... Did not know that. <laughs> that would be amazing. The, news, the dark father. The show is called Spoiler Alert. Yeah, true. So, anyway, folks. they just were on the radio now. What are you watching? What you watching? Mine's a show. Jeremy's going to be mad. Um, yeah. Mine's a segue from last time. Because um, I saw a little movie called... Mamma Mia 2. <gasps> okay. Here we go again. again. All right. Now, first Tell and us. foremost, you guys did not spoil everything with the whole share <laughs> scenario. We tried. And I, and I won't I won't go any further. Oh I did gosh. later learn that wife of the show, Ellen Louie, ran out of the room plugging her ears when we started Good talking woman. about oh, it. Ellen. And she I'm did so hear sorry. some I'm stuff. So sorry. Here is how I shall describe. This is Jeremy Louie's review of Mamma Mia 2. Did Ellen go with you? Yeah, okay. of course. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go alone. Just, <laughs> it wasn't like, I don't know your life. Jeremy okay. and the baby went. All right, so if Mamma Mia, the original, is a piece of toast with peanut butter on it, mm-hmm. then what Mamma Mia 2 is, so just for the analogy, you are the toast and, Mom, and Abba is the peanut butter, mm. Mamma Mia 2 is if you took that piece of toast and set it on the counter and then just started putting fistfuls and fistfuls <laughs> of peanut butter until you smash that bread down that it's so thin and you just keep putting more ABBA on and more and more and more. And it's like the, it's not, it's like no name brand peanut butter. And it's just, just packed in. It was, it was a lot of peanut and butter. And then the, they, they leave it all out there. Yeah. They just leave it out there on the, on the court. They just oh, put it all out. But you can't say that when they launch into, when Cher totters out singing troop, Super Trooper <laughs> with that wig, with that poor wig. Fernando. And then when, um, and then the entire cast is all in jumpers, like <laughs> the 21 year olds, the 70 year olds, and they all are doing the, the same song. It is so cute and the, heartwarming. The best part of the movie is where Colin Firth and Skellen, what's Skellen Stars Guard? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Are on the boat coming to the island, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. doing, <laughs> doing doing the the Titanic <laughs> thing, like like chest to back. I'm the king of the world. 
and that was the funniest thing. But also so serious. Yeah. Colin Firth was very serious. He, Such he, a serious man. Yeah. He was doing very silly things while being serious. I also really enjoyed during that part where everyone was wearing jumpsuits that Stellan Skarsgård and Pierce Brosnan both have like large man guts yeah. now, but Colin Firth is just like super fit because he's an action hero now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I noticed that. Also. Um, <laughs> they do. A character makes a pointed remark at how Stellan's. Oh yeah, time has been cruel to did Stellan. not like that. It was tough, but you know he. He wasn't wrong. No. When he was that sailing blonde angel at the start of the film. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it's that's tough to live you know, up to. That's tough. I knew nobody except for in the young portion. Except for Lily. Yeah, that's I didn't yeah. know anybody any other actor Same. at all. But maybe they all got their big break now. Yeah, yeah, I think all those kids are like like their Wikipedia entries are like no mm-hmm. links, like no blue highlights. No blue highlights. <laughs> it's just just dark. There's gonna be a an Oscar nomination in twenty years and everyone will have been a Mia too. Amazing. One of which will still be Meryl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For the two minutes that she's in it. Sean, what you watching? You were going to mention um, Well, I actually watched a film called Belle du Jour this week. Oh, did you? Did you guys see this? Oh, yeah, I think weird. I did. What a coincidence. Oh. Yeah, um, we uh, filmed a fun and, fun and cute little video for the RPL uh, promoting an upcoming uh, film, Belle du Jour, that will be playing... The next month, keep your eye out, and also keep your eye out f- to see our video uh, recap of it. Um, and it is just like a, a s- late 60s film starring Catherine Deneuve. She is a bored housewife that starts investigating some of her kinks and some of her sexual transgressions that she's been fantasizing about. And it's a it was a great watch, and yeah. I. And you guys should just watch it and then also watch the YouTube video. Go see it at the <laughs> RPL next month, August 10th, 11th, and 12th. Uh-huh. don't know how I remember that. That's a, a movie. Great that's, that's a movie I'd like to go see again. Would you? Yeah, especially because it's a 4K remaster. Oh, yeah. And I did not watch that 4K remaster. We Ooh. did not either. Mm-hmm. I, despite saying I didn't have time to watch any movies this week, watched almost the entirety of the first season of a new Netflix show. Called? As I want to do. Called... Sorry, that's not the okay, title. I was like, what is that? <laughs> that As I want to do is As I want to do is, yeah. Um, it's called Good Girls. Uh, and I had heard a lot about it and was like, oh, this seems, you know, fine, fun. Mm-hmm. It's got, we've got Retta from Parks and Rec. Oh. We've got Christina Hendricks. We've got Mae Whitman. I think that's her name. Yeah. From The Duff. So we, got the, we got The Duff. <laughs> we got The Duff. <laughs> who I was like, you're an adult. <laughs> I feel like you. She's like our age. Yeah. Um, and basically... I th- it's like they they are also like bored uh lower middle class women uh or upper upper middle class depending on which character mm-hmm. um but it's basically an indictment of capitalism and the like impossible positions that it puts people into I was very delighted to learn <laughs> so I got hooked really fast the writing is so great the performances are so great um some good twists mm-hmm. I will say so I was like oh this is relevant um yeah it's on Netflix. Uh, hopefully, they will make more of it. I would really like that. Um, it's a great show. That has caught my eye. Once I finish, you'll like it. Glow season two. Oh yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retta is just so great. She's hilarious. She was very underutilized in Parks and Rec. I agree, and you can tell that like the people making the show are very conscious of writing for women and conscious of writing for women of color. What else has Retta done? I honestly don't like, know great twitter <laughs> like yeah i was awesome. just gonna say twitter recaps 
She does a lot of really good Twitter. Twitter. What's Twitter recap? <laughs> it's like she, she'll watch The Bachelor and then just tweet oh, about it. Or like Game of Thrones. And then t- like Retta recapping Game of Thrones is the best. Is that how she got her fame? Or Barefoot Contessa. She <laughs> She's amazing. Okay, that does sound pretty good. It's really good. Lie. She's great. Um, well, I think that's all the time that's we've got, we got today, folks. Uh, thanks. Uh, I would like Wait, to... Wait, a twist. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a two-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> that what, if, what would you guys do if I just took off my face and I was Mickey Rourke? Oh my god! I would scream. <laughs> I would kind of be like, I saw it coming, but it would be a lie, <laughs> right? That's like rude. I'd, I'd have to like, yeah, you'd have too, to pretend. Too cool. Okay, <laughs> I would, I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song "Manatuna" and my co-host Sean, Sonia and Sean, everyone here at the CJTR, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. I think that they would make us not do this if you didn't listen, but I'm not sure. <laughs> the show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9 and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website. We're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. Next up is My Electric. See you next week. Bye. Bye.